You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Uh, before we kick things off, however, we do want to thank New American Funding for being our 2020 show sponsor. Now our 10th year on the air, it has been glorious having them as our partner and we look forward to positive things to come. All right, Carol Morgan, this is going to be a Really interesting conversation. This is not someone we featured on the show before. Um, interesting service. Uh, looking forward to learning more. It's definitely an interesting topic and not one that I know a lot about. So I'm looking forward to becoming educated today. We are joined in studio by Steve Golia. He is the marketing manager for FIA Surety. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. You know, we're glad to have you, Steve. Appreciate you making some time to join us. I know you're a busy fellow. So Thanks for swinging by. Uh, before we get into the important work of FIA Surety, take a few seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Oh, my pleasure. Well, I'm Steve Golia. I've been in the surety business for, well, I hate to say how long, but let's just say it's over 40 years. So I'm what uh, we call in the industry an old bond guy. <laughs> so uh, uh, the company that I work for, FIA Surety is uh, an interesting firm because it is a surety-only insurance company. So if you hear of bonding companies like uh, Travelers, for example, is, is a huge one. So they write a number of different types of bonds, one of which is called surety. And there's a, many bonds in that category. FIA is a specialist and only handles surety bonds. So they are primarily bonds for site and land developers, as well as for contractors to guarantee the performance of public works contracts. And then there are some other smaller varieties that we handle, but those are the main ones. So FIA is a surety only bonding company, which is a licensed insurance company. We're based in New Jersey, been in business over 40 years, and we're licensed in uh, Georgia and a number of other states up and down the East Coast. Yeah. Well, give us a little bit of an overview of what a surety bond is. And, you know, why might I need one? Can you take a little bit of a, you kind of touched on that, but take a deeper dive into that. Sure. Well, a surety bond is something that uh, most people are not familiar with, but uh, many people could end up needing uh, in the course of business or even uh, in their personal life. So a surety bond is basically a form of guarantee provided by the insurance company. It's a promise that something is going to happen. Even though these instruments are issued by insurance companies, they are not insurance policies. So the surety bond in the case of a land developer or a home builder is an instrument that's issued for the benefit of the local jurisdiction, such as a municipality, a city or township. And the bond does not involve the construction of residences or buildings. It only concerns the construction of what are called public improvements, which are aspects of the project that are required by local planning board. So when the developer goes to the planning board and says, I want to put in 
a subdivision or even I want to just do work on a single site, the planning board may say, well, a condition of granting you permission to proceed is that we want you to make certain improvements to the site and do so at your own expense. So they may say, if you're going to increase the size of the building, you must increase the size of the parking lot and you must add a a driveway apron with access to the street. And we also are going to require a, a retaining basin for water for runoff from that area and so forth. So the township can come back with a variety of items, which in the case of a whole subdivision would include streets, curves, lighting, sidewalks, water, sewer, electricity, and so forth. So all of those utilities are not part of the residential construction. They are only what we would refer to as site work. So it's much of it is underground stuff. And then, of course, surface work, like I said, streets and so forth. So the first point is that the township employed by the engineer employed by the township provides this list of required improvements that will be guaranteed by the bonding company to be performed. And the second thing is that the bonding company is guaranteeing that for the sake of the taxpayers, the municipality will never have to pay for that work. So this is self-funded work, which is one of the primary differences between these site and subdivision bonds and performance bonds that a bonding company would provide for a construction contract, in which case the contractor would be paid to do the work. In the case of site and subdivision, it is the applicant that's paying for the work. So that's a big difference for us. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. I, I see a lot of advantages here, certainly for the township and and all that, but these bonds, these subdivision bonds, what kind of advantages do they offer for land developers and the home builders themselves? Well, the difference there, uh, let's just talk briefly about what the options are, and then we can talk about why this one option is better. So basically, the township doesn't say to the developer, you must give us a bond. They say, you must secure your obligation. And they're willing to take a couple of different forms, typically, uh, for that guarantee. One could be bring over a pile of cash and we'll hold a pile of cash. Although actually they don't like to do that because it's not convenient to hold somebody else's money. And they might say, you can bring over an irrevocable letter of credit, which actually is a method that is pretty commonly used. So the irrevocable letter of credit is an instrument issued by a commercial bank and the beneficiary would be the township. And what that instrument would say is that if the township drafts or makes a demand in accordance with the terms of the letter, then the bank is obligated to basically cut a check and send money to the township. So that demand would be, and this is an important point, that demand would be at the discretion of the township. So to put it in layman's terms, if they feel like taking that money, they're entitled to do so. Hmm. The next option would be the surety bond. So with the surety bond, and, and typically the townships are just as willing to take a surety bond as any other form. In fact, they like it because it's an easy instrument for them to handle. So if they have the surety bond, then if they think there's a problem, then the next step for them would be to make a claim on the bond. 
And one of the big advantages that the surety bond offers over cash or the irrevocable letter of credit is that the claim is made and filed with the claims department of the surety. And at that point, a process begins to unfold. So what we do not do is what the bank is legally obligated to do in three days, which is send money. Our response is that the claims department goes back to the claimant, to the township, and asks them to perfect their claim. So they're going to ask for evidence of why this claim is appropriate, what loss has occurred, and so forth. And then simultaneously, we're going to contact our client. And we're going to say, hey, Mr. Land Developer, we just got a claim on the bond that we're holding for you. And what's going on over here? Is there a problem? Tell us about the problem. And we would consult with the developer because, frankly, the last thing we want to do is get out our checkbook. Right. (laughs) Our role is to be the guarantor of the land developer's obligation to the township. Yes. Our hope is that if there's a problem, the land developer will address the problem and that we then in turn will not have to put up any money. Now, the nature of our obligation is that, like I said, this is not an insurance policy. So when you have an insurance policy, you transfer risk to the insurance company. And if you have a claim that may be deductible, but basically, for example, on your auto insurance, if you have an, an accident, It is the insurer that assumes the financial risk. With a surety bond, that's not the case. We're a guarantor on behalf of the applicant, but we're not intending to have a loss out of this transaction. So in line with that, we say to the client, please handle this problem. Keep us out of it. We want them to act first. And in other words, that's very important for the land developer because in the case of a cash bond, or an irrevocable letter of credit, the township is entitled to immediately cash the money out and it's it's gone. Wow. The developer's money is gone. Yeah. In the case of a bond, we contact the developer and we say, we have a claim, what's going on? We hope you will act and keep us out of it so we don't have to pay money because right. the next step after that is that we would come back to the developer eventually for financial recovery. We don't intend to have a loss out of having issued the bond. So to that extent, even when there's a bond, the obligation remains primarily with the developer. So it's it's up to them to handle the problem. They don't get to not handle the problem (laughs) because they have a bond. They still have to handle the problem and we're depending on them to do so. We hope they will do so. And the beauty of that is that it gives them an important opportunity to affect the outcome, Mm -hmm. the outcome of the claim. In the case of an irrevocable letter of credit or cash, they don't have any opportunity to affect the outcome. The township makes a claim on the bond, they get the cash and that's it. It's just done at that point. Ready to take the next step in becoming a homeowner? New American funding can make it happen. New American Funding is a nationally recognized direct lender for residential home loans. Real estate agents and builders love New American Funding because of their in-house processing, 14 business day close guarantee, and the servicing of their loans. 
They will work tirelessly to help you achieve home ownership. Backed by thousands of five-star reviews from their customers and with convenient branch locations, more and more residents trust them to close their loans on time. Call New American Funding at 678-898-3540 to start your home buying journey today. Yeah, so so it makes a lot of sense. It sounds like this protects the contractor when a dispute arises. At least it gives them the chance to work through it with your help as a third party. And then it really helps them to preserve cash because they're not having to put all this cash down, you know, as a cash deposit or using one of the other, you know, methods. Correct. Um, That's a huge point because obviously if they put up cash, then the cash is tied up. Right. But how does a, a borrower obtain an irrevocable letter of credit? Normally, the commercial bank requires that they put up cash to cash. Yeah. So even in the case of an irrevocable letter of credit, they literally still have cash tied up. They have cash they can't use as long as that ILOC is outstanding. Right. So this is kind of a nice way. They're not having to put the cash up. It's like buying an insurance policy, but it's an insurance policy that they're going to be able to buy some time to work it out should a problem arise. It's really Correct. bottom line. Well, that's really fascinating. I had no idea that such a such a product existed, but it makes sense. I guess I have to ask, it's been a very strange year. That's been one of the uh, topics of conversation on this show for months and months and months now as we've recorded on Zoom versus being in our studio. But how has COVID impacted your business? Do you see it you know, causing you to sell more bonds, less bonds? You know, What's going on? We actually have been very busy. And I thought that when this all started to unfold and the first at the end of the first quarter, I expected a decrease in activity. But actually, there have been adjustments made where in-person meetings or Zoom documents that have that, that typically were handled in person, you know, in, in original form are now handled electronically. So we actually have been extremely busy. And one of the things that's interesting that we've been very busy with. And I got an interesting statistic from my boss last week. We have not yet talked about an important opportunity that land developers have to improve their cash position by using a surety bond to recover cash that's currently tied up with a township where they did not originally use a bond. In other words, they can go in and replace their cash or ILOC with a surety bond. Well, last week, my boss talked to me, uh, that's Pat Lynch is my boss, and he told me that we have had a tremendous amount of activity on these replacement transactions. In fact, in the last 30 days, we've replaced 25 ILOCs that land developers put up. In other words, we enable them to get their cash back and they put in a bond. And our typical method is that we do not require a cash backing. We require the signature, the indemnity of the applicants, but we don't require to hold cash. So by filing a bond, they literally have gotten their cash back. So it's an immediate cash flow benefit for the developer and for the duration of how long that transaction is open. That's what I'm sitting here thinking. Land development in Georgia is taking forever. We represent one developer who says, you know, he is lucky if he can get through all the government red tape and all the zoning and bring a subdivision out of the ground in two years. 
So mm. two years is a long time to have your cash tied up. So I, I get why this is a um, you know really nice opportunity or a good solution for them versus solving the problem a different way. I mean, nobody right. wants to hand over that kind of cash. I'll tell you something uh, typical, Carol. When we talk to uh, applicants about a new project, we obviously ask about, you know, what are you going to do? Who's going to do it? How are you going to pay for it? How long is it going to take? And so forth. So to get back to your point about timing, it's not unusual for the contractor to say, well, it's going to take us about, let's say, 11 months. And then when they actually get into it, they find that the process of getting inspections and approvals and so forth from the township is slower than they expect. So where they thought they might get their, let's say, uh, ILOC back before the first anniversary, they find that they have to roll it over. Their money continues to be tied up. And as they proceed, they find that the township seems to be in no rush to get to the end of all this. And why is that? The reason is because the township wants to hold the security because as long as they hold the security and there's any kind of a problem, a crack, a leak, anything that is not correct, they just go back to the contractor and they say, hey, well, you need to fix this. And if they don't, they have the leverage of holding the bond over the contractor's head. So the municipality has no interest in rushing to the reduction or release of these obligations. The contractors typically are unpleasantly surprised to find how long they have to hold these in place. So that's a big advantage of the bond. When the anniversary comes up, they just pay the renewal premium and roll it over and continue to have the use of their cash. What a great benefit. Uh, Carol, these are things you just don't think about, you know, and you're on our end of the (laughs) industry spectrum. It's fascinating stuff. Well, Steve, hate to say it, out of time, uh, before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you, ask some questions, and certainly learn more about FIA security, where do they go? Well, they can uh, go to our website to find out more about us, which is fiagroup.com. I'm always available on my cell. My cell is 856-304-7348. Again, 856-304-7348. And I'd like to mention that In the world of surety, in the world of bonding companies, there are not a lot of bonding companies in the world. And out of those carriers, very few of them like to write this kind of bond. When the housing crash occurred, bonding companies that had written these bonds often took serious losses. So the industry has pretty much withdrawn from this area. We, however, have been actively writing them and very successfully since 1979. So we were very stable, long-term player in this market. And frankly, we're, we're looking for this business. So we're, we're unique in the market, FIA Surety. Outstanding. All right, Steve Golia, Marketing Manager of FIA Surety. Steve, again, it was great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to present our product. Our pleasure. All right, well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schneck. It's all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. 
Denim marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.